This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Rapp and Aaron Davis. All righty, everybody. You are listening live. Riffing with Rapp and AD. Wednesday night. We are back. AD, do we have a guest coming up next? Man. He was like the Eric Dickerson of tight ends with them goggles, man. <laughs> I mean, he would not he was he would knock you over. Beat you up. Eric Dickerson would knock you over. Rachel, but he, William would just manhandle you, you know. And if he put his, if he got his hands on you, night, night. Now, it was time to go night. You know a good night, night song? When Will put his hands on you, it'd be like this. It's time to go to bed. That's what we'll do. He would just take him to bed, man. Take him to bed. He'd knock him out. The sweet sounds of AD. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> This guy wasn't only just a great football player, he's, 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 a, he's a better person. That's hard to beat, as good as he was. But he is just literally the epitome of a friend. And he's been that way for me and uh, countless others. Big Will, how you doing, brother? You on? I'm doing pretty good. There he is. That that voice. Um, he sounds like Turner Gill, too. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Both from Texas. That's right. Yeah. Big Will, how you doing, brother? How, how's things going, man? Um, things are going all right. I'm down here working in Austin, Texas, so I'm in uh, enemy territory. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but things are going well. You know, well, for the folks that, that don't know what you're doing right now, what do you do now? Of course, I know, but what do you do now that has you in Austin rather than back home? I am a catastrophe insurance adjuster, so anytime there's like a catastrophic weather event, whether it be hail or tornadoes, hurricanes, I get called on assignment to go write estimates for the damages to get people some money in their pockets. So did they bring you down there for the Texas football team then? or I had to do it. I am a catastrophe adjuster, not a miracle worker. <laughs> Folks, if you <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> oh, that was good. And, 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 and Will was real quick with it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but 
folks, if you have questions for William Washington, play tight end Nebraska from 89 to 1992. You can call on the Honda of Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685 or shoot us a text on the Sardar Heyman hotline, text line as well. William, you grew up um, uh, in Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas. There used to be a place there called, remember that, that huge organization called Acquire the Fire that was right outside that area? If you remember that or not, Will. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's it was a camp, but it was a, it was a youth camp, and I spoke there a lot. And what's mm-hmm. what's what's um what always sticks to me about Tyler? I would go there. Is I was in Tyler, Texas airport, that little airport, when it came across mm-hmm. the screen that Michael Jackson had passed away. Oh wow! Yeah, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. And I was in a Cracker Barrel that one in Tyler. You guys got that Cracker Barrel in Tyler? Yeah, right off the mm-hmm. interstate. I was looking at the T-shirts in there, a Texas T-shirt. It says, it was a Texas Longhorn, Big Will, and it says, we're not arrogant, we're that good. Isn't that crazy? Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people from Texas, true Texas, we have some big egos about Texas now, that's for sure. Yeah. We love our state. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Lee High School, growing up in Lee, growing up in Tyler, what other sports did you play besides football growing up there? Uh, basketball, mm-hmm. which was actually my first love. I was a pretty good basketball player, but oh, I didn't yeah. get the height, and I was too big to be a guard, but mm-hmm. I controlled the paint. And uh, that was my first love. Played baseball one year, but I think we won maybe one game, so I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have, we, we only had like two practices, so they stuck me out in right field. And I can't see. I couldn't catch anything out there. I couldn't see it out there, and and we were horrible. And and uh, uh, I quit. So the that, baseball that career didn't last too long. <laughs> no. So then, growing up in Tyler, Texas, then uh, the Tyler Rolls grew up in that fine city. Hmm. Was he somebody that you looked up to, Earl Campbell? Mm. I remember I was eight years old when he won the Heisman Trophy. And they had a parade uh, downtown Tyler, and I remember he was like on a convertible, sitting on the top of a, you know the back seat of a convertible, and he reached over and shook my hand and just totally uh, engulfed my hand. I like I want to be a football player, you know. And everybody was his cousin after that. He went to school the next day. Everybody was his cousin, and and uh, and actually, my cousin, one of my cousins, is actually uh, the uh, his nephew. Really? So, mm-hmm. so you're in a roundabout yeah. way. You related to Earl Campbell? Not really, but I do love his sausages, though. He has those, uh, <laughs> Earl Campbell hot links. Check, get those Earl Campbell hot links. They're delicious, dude. I see those you know? all the time when I'm down. I just never had any before. Yeah, and like uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's from Tyler. I didn't realize um, that. Yep, yeah, he was born in Tyler. He, he grew, we played in the White House, which is like a. I guess you would call it a suburb uh-huh. of Tyler. But, uh, yeah, I grew up playing against his dad. Well, Pop playing some sports against his dad growing up. We are in the same class of 88. He, he just went to a smaller school. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, pro athletes from Tyler, Texas. There's a ton of pro athletes from, from your hometown, mm-hmm. man. And, and Longview, too, next town. Longview, Longview yep. quite a few. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Lee High School – like I said, you played uh, obviously excel in football, but also was a very good basketball. I remember just when you were in college, you were a good basketball player. Uh, then the baseball, you know, the, the the two 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 games you won, you said, "I'm out of here. I'm done with this." Yeah. When, when did you know that you were pretty good in football? Um, 
that's a, I, I played because I loved it. You know, I always thought there were people better than me, but I wasn't worried about anybody else. I was kind of a, a nerd. I was all about, all about school, and and I played sports because uh, I loved it. And plus, I didn't want to go home too soon because that meant you became a housekeeper. So <laughs> it kept me it kept, it kept me from doing chores. Yeah, and I, I guess I guess after my we had spring football uh, in, in high school in Texas. And after our spring football uh, season, um, after my junior year, my coach calls me into the office and, like, we talked for a little bit. And he was like, on the way out, take those bags with you. I look over, there's, like, two large hefty bags. And I'm like, take the trash take, take the trash out? He's like, no, that's for you. Why are you giving me trash? Go look inside, look inside there. So I looked inside. It was bunch of envelopes, a bunch of letters. Oh, wow. I started pulling them out. It's all these different causes. I had two hefty bags of letters, and he was like, I've been saving to give them to you at the right time to be coming, coming in all, all along, and, and here's a good time to give them to you. And so I was in awe. I was in, I was in shock. What year I were you in school? no idea. Hmm? What year were you in school? This was end of my junior year. End of your junior So he get okay, I see. What end of your junior year, he gave you mm-hmm. two big bags. Yes. Wow, you know, you know, recruit is different now than it, now yes. than it was back then. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, it was it was a shock to me. I drug them home, and my mom, and she made me feel everything out and respond to everybody, and and I was just amazed. Wow, and then I think if, before before the football season, Dave Campbell, Texas football is like the uh, the Texas high school football bible in Texas. He had me list number five tight end in the state. Oh wow! And, and I'm like, wow, because I was a, I was the only junior starter on the on the varsity my junior year mm-hmm. uh, on offense, and I had one great game against Marshall, and because uh, he threw the ball to all the seniors, so I wouldn't get any balls. But one game, I had a great game, and I guess that's what did it. I don't know, huh. but I was on somebody's radar. I had no idea, and by the end of my senior year, I was number one tight end in the state of Texas. Who were some of those uh, other athletes you remember that were big name athletes that went to other schools, your senior year, your class? From from just, from where? Just, from just my from, area? Just from Texas, in the area that you that we that some of the listeners would recognize. Well, like uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad, uh, he was class of '88. He went to he, he was first round pick in the Baseball. major league draft mm-hmm. by the Twins. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My my teammate Corey Mayfield went to Oklahoma. Yep. Um. Let's see, Adrian Walker, he was on the town outside of Tyler Chapel Hill, called Tyler Chapel Hill. He went to Texas, he's a running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Pullins went to, uh, to TCU on a football scholarship. Uh, David Wesley uh, went Juco, then to Baylor. Then he had like a 15-year career in the NBA. Wow. He's from Longview. Uh, I know Wesley was from Longview. Quite a few others, you know. I had seven guys from my high school team that went D1. Wow. Uh one went to Arkansas. To, I went to Nebraska. Corey went to Oklahoma. One went to Southern Arkansas. Uh, one went to SMU. We had quite a few. We had a, that was our most talented team at that point in time in the history of our school. We, were you guys 4A, 5A, 3A? Two, how, what class were you guys? We were in the largest class back then, 5A. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what what size crowds would you play in front of on Friday nights? Um, I would say ten ten thousand or so. I think my I think my last game was against our rival John Tyler High School. It, it was sold out, so it might have been about twenty thousand, I think, or, or more. 
And then it was uh, crazy. So you eventually come on the radar of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Who was the um, coach or coaches that uh, recruited you? Well, it was Jack Pierce. Jack. Uh, at first, uh, and then at some point, Coach Osborne came down, and and Jack was doing all the talking, and <laughs> Coach Osborne was like, well, William, I think you're a good football player. I want to offer you a scholarship. And my mother ate all that up. <laughs> so, I'm in the Jack Pierce. My mom was in the Coach Osborne, yeah. and I like very switching those kind of guys, and my mom was always – Coach Osborne, Coach Osborne. You know, I don't know, I don't know if they had any private conversations. Or I don't know, but he loved Coach Osborne. And because I was an Oklahoma fan growing up, I was mm. an Oklahoma and USC and Ohio State fan growing up. Really? Mm hmm. Most Oklahoma. Mm hmm. And so I wanted to go to, I was going to go to, I wanted to go to Oklahoma. They were recruiting me. And uh, at the half, at the, uh, Texas OU game my senior year in high school me and my teammate Corey went to the game and I met my idol Keith Jackson Keith Jackson number 88 yes and I like I'm like I can't wait to get here I can't wait to get here he's like you don't want to come here I'm like what really he goes you don't want to come here I'm like what are you talking about he was like trust me in two years we're going to be on probation (laughs) I'm like huh he called it he's like we're going to mark my words and he's my idol and so I listened to him. I didn't go. Two years later, they were on probation. Oh, snaps. Yep. He called it. Dude, yeah, I did I not. It was because he was upset because when he came in, they had Troy Aikman. Mm. And they had promised to throw the ball a lot, you know. And then when Aikman broke his leg and Jamil Holloway came in as a freshman running the option, they won a national championship. Troy, Troy goes to UCLA. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not getting the balls he wanted, I guess, because why would he tell me that? No doubt. But he did. That's, that's a true story. Well, that's – that's it, it's I laugh, but it's also prophetic in a lot of ways, very mm-hmm. prophetic because that's what happened. And then you mm-hmm. think about this. And it also shows you – I've met Keith Jackson when he was playing for the Packers when Tyrone mm-hmm. when, you know, Williams was playing up there at that time. Uh, and I met Keith mm-hmm. and rapping – real cool brother, man, real laid back. Yeah. But that also mm-hmm. says a lot about him to look out for you being a young buck saying, look, bro, you do not want to come here. Think mm-hmm. about think about the trajectory of your college career had you went to OU. Yeah. I'd be wow. on probation. On probation. <laughs> so, go ahead. And getting beat by Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> Humiliated <laughs> by Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Will, I, I was just curious then. So, when you um came up to Nebraska, checked it out, what, what, what was it that um, – Hmm. Your decision to come to Nebraska, was it the great facilities, the weight room, the academics? What what was it that made you say, yep, I'm coming to Nebraska? It was freezing up there on my recruiting visit. <laughs> my, par- my parents came up there. Uh, I had a, a hostess, and I was my uh, host was John Crippen, hmm. Kenny Walker, Morgan Gregory, and and uh, Marvin Sanders, they all kind of just. Uh, Trip Cripper was my main recruiter uh, mm-hmm. host, but he was going. He was pledging Kappa, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. And so he was he, he had all the time. So I had like four people tour me around. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm cut to the chase on why I chose Nebraska. 
uh, I was a nerd, and uh, I didn't. I really didn't date in high school. I think I had one girlfriend for one month, um, and uh, and so I go to this house party at Willie Griffin and Tyrese Knox's house. Oh wow! I'm sitting on the couch. Uh, this girl asked me to dance. Now, I don't even dance in public. I haven't danced in public up to this point in time. Maybe, maybe a sock hop or two in high school, but I wasn't a dancer. I had no rhythm. And this girl danced with me. And at some point, another girl starts dancing. We get behind me, so I'm in a sandwich. And I'm like, the girls in Nebraska love me. I'm coming to Nebraska. They sealed the deal. Yeah. It wasn't Coach Osborne. It wasn't the stadium. It wasn't the fans. It wasn't the history. It wasn't academic. It was that. I never knew their names. Never got a phone. Never, never saw them again in my life. They got me to Nebraska. Well, well, Will, we have a surprise for you tonight. We found this. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> well, I hope they were cute, you know. <laughs> and coming in right well, now in the studio. <laughs> oh, my. And the sad thing about it, I wouldn't even know if you were telling me the truth or not. <laughs> hey, I can hear Coach Osborne ask, you know, so, uh, uh, Will, why did you choose Nebraska? Coach, you don't want to know I'm here. <laughs> Well, you know you get interviewed, like, why'd you choose Nebraska? You know, the Coach Osborne playing for a legend, you know, the academic support, you know, the tradition, the winning, all that good stuff I told the news. But the truth was, <laughs> I already really told my parents that. <laughs> I was just, Mama, you know what? You're right. I'm going to come to Nebraska. Oh, man. You know, Willie Griffin and Tyrese Knox, man, two California boys. I know Tyrone, yeah. uh, Tyrone Knox from Cali. And I think Willie was too, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. I think so. I'll never forget the story. This before I got there. It may have been before you. It was, I was before you there got there. when that happened. I was just going to say I was there. You know what story I'm talking about, right? When they, bought the, yep. when they bought the box, they thought it was a VCR. It was a box of bricks. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pour the locker room up. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. My brother, story. <laughs> my brother Mark told me that story. He goes, here's two dudes from the city and got worked in little old Lincoln, Nebraska. These guys thought they were yeah. buying a cheap VCR and getting over, opened it up into the box of bricks inside yeah. of it. <laughs> oh, they were bragging. We got this VCR, like, that's like $20. It's some low number. Yeah. $20 for this VCR. They opened it up, and the look on their faces, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They got clown, let me tell you. <laughs> and they from the city. <laughs> Came out here to the cornfields and got ganked. <laughs> oh, man, good. That so, was they didn't live that down. They, didn't live, they never lived that down. No, sure. never, never. No. Well, so, tell us, okay, besides Nebraska, obviously OU, you mentioned OU. You had two trash bags mm-hmm. full of letters to go to. You mentioned mm-hmm. why you chose Nebraska, but what other schools did you really consider? Obviously, Oklahoma, you mentioned that. Was there any yep. other two or three schools that you were like, man, I could see myself playing here, besides OU, besides Nebraska? Well, it was Notre Dame, mm. one. But Derek Brown, who I guess you would say was the number one tight end at the time in the country, I was like ranked number two mm-hmm. uh, from my understanding. Uh, he went he committed there first, and so Lou Holtz wanted me to play defense. And him and my dad, I, I wasn't there for kind of conversation. But they kind of got into it. Really? So, well, they took they took Notre Dame off the, t- off the table. Uh, 
I really like UCLA, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, my cousin at the time, he had won a gold medal in 84 Olympics, a boxer, Henry Tillman. Yeah. I wanted to go out there and hang out in L.A. with my family, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and Terry Donahue made the comment to my mother, uh, in front, to me in front of my mother, well, you know, William, the, the girls run around bikinis all day, every day out of UCLA on our campus. Oh, they were scratched off the list immediately with Mama yeah, Washington. You, 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 well, that took that, you know that that took that took out the table. Like what? And, Your mom was uh, not trying to hear bikinis and bachelors bachelor yeah, degree. No, 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 not, not that little sweet, innocent seventeen-year-old son. No. And uh, and so being a strange twist. Um, I really liked Wright. You said Rice uh, University. Okay, uh, right there in Texas. Remember, I said I was a nerd. No, no, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and uh, Courtney Hall, God rest his soul, he's he was a center. He was played for several years in the NFL. Yeah, he was my hope. Yeah, and their head coach was Jerry Barnett. Huh. And Barn Barn Barnhart, something like that. But the but the receivers coach was Tyrone Willingham. Wow. That eventually coached for Notre Dame. Mm. And I and I found uh the head coach and coach Osborne and I found Tyrone Willingham and Coach Brown. Mm. So I went football. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they didn't have two girls dancing me at a party. So no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they didn't they didn't have a they I wanted my goal to be pre med back then and they took me to uh to uh, Southwestern University Hospital or something like that, and I uh, watched a surgery, and I was like, I don't want to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no part of, I don't want no part of nobody else's blood. I'm no. good on that. So, yeah, so if, they, if they'd have had two girls there, I may have went to Rice. But it didn't happen. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I want you, so you, so you, those are the schools right there. So you got obviously Rice. Um, Iowa, Iowa. Iowa Thank God you didn't go to Iowa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they had those two tight ends standing up. They had a good, their tight ends coach recruited me. I liked Iowa, but I was, it was just a world. It was just, a, it was just a, it was just a headache. Cause uh, you come home and people standing outside your door, coaches, oh, wow. and coaches tell you their lives on the line. You know, their job on the line. They don't get you and. All kinds of people offering money, all kinds of stuff. It's just nuts. NIL before NIL. <laughs> trying, to, trying to navigate. What, what'd you say? I said NIL deals before NIL. <laughs> Man, if they had NIL back then, them glasses go on, on the trading block. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would have been, been wearing those for free. That's a dang shit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, eyewear collection uh, endorsement. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with you, all right, brother? Right, no problem. Folks, this is Brisbane with Raff and AD. We have William Washington, former Nebraska tight end, 1989, 1988 through 1992. We'll be right back. For TBWHI Day New York and Nissan ISKI code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Aria Launch, GM brand fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with Tupop. The all new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E Force all wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. 
The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expect availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in Fort Worth with E-Step Off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.